How's it going this week? Hey, Andy, how's it going? Uh, much better, much better. I got a new headset with a better microphone. Oh, you so, sound great. Yeah, hopefully it, it comes across in the recording as well. <laughs> uh, we had some technical issues last week and, and weren't able to, to, to join everyone, so I'm glad that you'll have us back this week. Um, Josh is dealing with some family stuff, taking care of his, his folks and stuff, so mm-hmm. he, again, cannot join us. Um but, you know, he's doing good and making sure everyone's okay. So, thank That's you, Josh. That's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, when we didn't have a show last week, I put out the call on Facebook to see if there were any topics that people wanted us to talk about. And, and someone uh, responded. Yeah, yeah, we got a couple <laughs> suggestions from uh, from a friend and um, a relative. So, uh, before we get into that, I want to say thank you to our friends at DefM Records for providing us with their excellent intro music. Um, you can find all of their catalog at defmrecords.com, D-E-A-F-M-R-E-C-O-R-D-S dot C-O-M. Um, they've got a bunch of stuff up there, and they've got some free stuff up there. So if you're looking for some new music to listen to while we're all locked down, uh, you can check out Defm Records. And go do it. Like, seriously, go do it. Like, go, yeah, go. They, they, did our, they did our music for, it, which is for us, which is cool. But also, like, they're good dudes, and we like supporting uh, our friends. Yes. So um speaking of which also uh a couple friends of mine some sisters uh they just started a youtube channel called the sisters that don't do anything that's a fantastic youtube name yes yes i'm pretty sure that's a veggie tales reference um, <laughs> i think it is i i know veggie tales is amongst the christian slant and i know that uh their their family is is pretty christian uh so i'm pretty sure yeah so so unlike the pirates that don't do anything they are the sisters that don't do anything um They've just got a couple uh, unboxing videos from some mystery boxes they picked up picked up online uh, right now. But they, uh, you know, I, hey, let's support our friends. Let's get a, let's all get some new stuff to watch, some new stuff to check out. Uh, Indeed. Even if, even if it's not, you know, it turns out it's not your bag. Give it a shot, right? There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Stephanie? Do you have uh, you have some friends that started a D and D thing, right? Yeah. No. Uh, they're called Mischief and Madness. Uh, right. They have a they have a, a stream. They're on Twitch, so go check them out, guys. They do a lot of D and D stuff. They haven't been doing their D and D thing recently, just because of the quarantine. But they are still posting uh, playthroughs and games and stuff like that um, oh, on cool. a semi regular basis. Yeah. Well, good. Good. Yeah. It's it's great that even though uh, a lot of us are are locked up at home, most of us are locked up at home. Mm-hmm. Um, that there's people still making new content for us to enjoy. Indeed. Yeah. Like us, like Um, we're doing right now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Look at us. Look at us. And still making content. Um, Okay. So, I don't know. Do you have a, do we, do we have anything else to plug right now? Uh... No, I got none. Any other friends? No? Okay, cool. No. So, FM Records, this is Don't Do Anything, and, uh, uh, oh, you M- just said it. Mayhem Mischief and Madness. And madness. <laughs> Mischief and Madness. Yes. Okay, great. Um, also, today is uh, April 17th. Today was going to be the day that uh, Transformers trading card game Titans Return, or I'm sorry, uh, 
oh, whatever Wave 5 was going to be called. Mm-hmm. Titan Masters Attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was going to come out today, but um, Wizards of the Coast and, and that gang decided that with everyone locked down and most game and comic stores being closed, uh, they're holding off on their release. Um, they they have a tentative release of May 27th, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, we I have reached out to, to uh, Drew Nolosko to see if we can get him back on the show to talk about it. Sweet. Um, he hasn't gotten back to us yet, but also I presume that he's probably just at home with his family. Yeah. So, like, I'm not going to hold that against him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, we were we did talk with him a couple months ago and asked him to, to come on closer to release day, um, but that was before <laughs> COVID-19 took everything over. So, yep. Um, you know, we, we, we do still want to have him back on. We're just, you know, it's it's up to his schedule at this point. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, okay, yeah, and that was that was oh, that was all I had. Um, okay, so we got a suggestion to talk about um, some stuff to do while we're locked down, mm-hmm. which you know we've kind of done already. But sure, okay, we yeah. can go a little more, a little more in depth. Yeah. Um, so we got the suggestions for uh, some of our favorite online games to play. Yes. Uh, some of our favorite TV series to binge watch. Yes. And new spins on old activities to make them quarantine friendly. As yeah. Um, which, you know, those are all those are all good suggestions. Um, so let's just go right down the list, right? Let's let's start with the uh, the online games. Steph, are you playing anything online? Um kind of, sort of, yeah. Um I've been kind of back and forth on doing some online gaming um some of it's not been like crazy or extreme some of it's just been kind of like playing solitaire or <laughs> okay um playing you know i i i found minesweep on my computer and i played that for the first time in a really long time wow yeah that's a retro right there yeah uh, <laughs> um but you know I, i've been playing um a couple of like phone games mainly sure uh, and, and none of them are really with other people okay um one thing I have been kind of tempted to get back into is playing. Uh, this was like really popular when I was in high school, but it was called it's a it's an app game, but it's called Trivia Crack. Have you ever heard of it? Uh, I believe I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a it's an app where it's like you and a friend are literally in like a trivia like game show type setup. Um, and you have to answer. You know, you spin the wheel, it lands on a thing. You answer the question, and then I think. If you get it wrong, it moves to your friend. If you get it right, you get, like, another question. And it kind of goes back and forth. And the first player to, like, X number of points wins. Okay. It's not like words. It was, like, during the time when, like, words with friends, drawing, you know, drawing with friends, scrabble with friends, all that became, uh-huh. like, the big deal. Sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm uh, I'm still playing words with friends, actually. Uh, my, uh, my mom and a, a few of my aunts and a couple of other random friends, um, we all still play, and so I usually have uh, a handful of games going at any given time. <laughs> Speaking nice. of old phone games. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so Trivia Crack, that's cool. I, I didn't know that was still around, actually. So Yeah, no, it's been weirdly popping back up in my feed again, which means that either I've just been like looking and downloading way too many just app games to play and check out, mm-hmm. or... People in my friend group are starting to play it again, so they're liking it, and it's causing me to see it. Yeah, so. yeah. But um, and then another online thing that I've been playing that we've been playing, and we've been doing this with some friends that we've been like Skype calling or things like that. We've actually been playing Jackbox with people. 
Yeah, you know, one of my roommates did that with uh, with her D and D group the other night, where they all um, one one of the houses they set up their phone or something in front of the computer monitor so everyone could see, mm-hmm. and then they were all yeah they were all just playing Jackbox over Skype with each other, um, and it worked pretty well apparently. Yeah. So yeah. So that, that's kind of where I've been like online gaming in the sense of like you know it being mm-hmm. online. I've done, I've been doing other gaming, but you know. It's the stuff I've mentioned before of, like, you know, Sims and uh, Kingdom Hearts and stuff like that. Sure, yeah. Just the, our typical, your, your typical kind of single-player whatever. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah um, I haven't been playing much online. I also don't play much online. Um, uh, my shoulder's doing better, which is good. I, I actually did play some games a little bit earlier today um, and played for more than about five minutes before uh, started getting sore. And I'm actually doing okay, which is good. Um uh, but yeah, when I when I do play stuff online, like you know, I'm I, I I'm sure I've mentioned before on the show that I play Street Fighter a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of the one that I play. Um, every so often, I'll I'll veer into Mario Kart Eight online, but I'm not very good, so I lose, uh, <laughs> which isn't very encouraging to you know. Like I lose every time when it's not even close, so I don't necessarily feel like I need to even get better. Um, yeah, uh, I play Tetris ninety nine occasionally still. Um, so um, on my Switch, at least uh, I think it's on. I think that's on Steam as well. I think it is too. So yeah, if you if you want to play Tetris against ninety eight other people at a time, um, you can you can. And I believe Tetris ninety nine is still free, and there's just uh, downloadable content that costs like ten bucks. Okay. So um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then my roommates have been playing Animal Crossing New Horizons because they got that shipped here, um, yeah. Like right as everything was shutting down. So uh, yeah. The th- the three of them have all been building an island and with the three of them all collecting bells and, and entering, you know, effectively more money into the island. Like they've got, they've got a pretty cool, um, situation going on there. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Wanting to go get myself a switch and grab that too. So I can play with people, but there are no more switches anywhere. (laughs) No, no. It's funny. Like when the switch first came out a couple years ago, there was, uh, (laughs) <laughs> there was a shortage of them. Um, I, I luckily managed to find one uh, while I was at a Target on a day off. Yeah. So, um, like, and it was just a couple months after they came out. So, like, I was like, all right, cool. I got one. Like, I'm good. Um, I filled up a little library games for myself, which is uh, nice. Um, and then, like, after about a year, it felt like, okay, cool. Like, every time I go to Target or Walmart or whatever, like, yeah. I'm seeing Switches around. Mm-hmm. And then Animal Crossing came out. And, and quarantine happened. And the quarantine happened. So, like, on one hand, it's it's people who already had one who want to play Animal Crossing. And on the other hand, it's people who didn't have one want to play Animal Crossing. And they're like, well, we're going to be locked down and we don't know how long. So we might as well get this new game thing that we've been looking at anyways. Yeah, no, it's funny. A lot of people I've been talking to and seeing, it's like they've never really shown much interest in a switch before mm-hmm. or it's like they maybe had interest in like one or two games but it's like they didn't want to spend x number of dollars on a switch just to play those one or two games but then when animal crossing came out and then the whole quarantine happened at the same time they're like well everyone else is playing all my friends are playing and i'm sitting at home not playing <laughs> right. with right them, seeing them ta- not talking to them so yeah yeah so uh yeah that's it is an uh i mean Good for Nintendo, right? Like getting uh, getting up and going. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other the other couple of games, like they're not online, but you know because we're just talking about other games. Um, uh, Mutant League Football for the Sega Genesis or Mega Drive if you're overseas. Ooh. Okay. Um, so 
it's it's american style football right it's yeah. it's it's made by electronic arts um back before they were the evil empire mm-hmm. um and it runs on like the madden 93 engine really yeah but you're not playing with football players you're playing or with like a, like humans you're playing with mutants and ogres and skeletons and aliens and stuff huh um and so it's it's I I've loved the game since I first played it uh, a couple years after it came out. So probably like ninety six or ninety seven. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the one football game that I can still like stand to play. <laughs> um, not that other football games are bad. Just they've they, something that happened probably about ten years ago is they started getting more and more intricate with their simulations. Yeah. Right. So it's like every aspect of football is something you have to manage now. And like I just want to throw the ball and run up and down the field. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mutant League Football lets me do that as a bunch of weird monsters and stuff um, yeah. and it's kind of great because sometimes when you tackle people they'll just explode <laughs> that's um, fantastic yeah yeah. <laughs> uh, and like the fields will have like landmines or like fire pits or some of the, the fields are in space so you can literally if you go out of bounds you fall off the edge and your guy just dies oh yeah makes sense yeah um, and the, the teams all have silly names like the, the Midway Monsters or the Slay City Slayers or the Death Skin Razors and stuff. So, um, nice. yeah, so it's going back a ways. You know, if you if you have a Sega Genesis and, and you can find a copy, like I highly recommend this game mm-hmm. and you like football and video games and stuff like I think Mutant League football is pretty fun. Um, I'm biased because I've been a fan of it for over 20 years, <laughs> but, you know, yeah. Um, the other one is uh, Fire Pro Wrestling World on Steam. Um, it's exclusively on Steam, and it's Fire Pro Wrestling is typically touted as like the best pro wrestling game. Um, it's not officially licensed by any one company, so you're not really going to see any wrestlers you know in there. But the thing about Fire Pro Wrestling World is it has basically as many creator wrestler spots as your computer has hard drive space. Wow. And you can download other people's wrestlers. Dang, what? So, while officially there are only like, I think like 18 or 20 wrestlers in the game, um, literally every wrestler ever has been created by this point. And so, if you can name a favorite wrestler from years gone by, there's a pretty good creator wrestler in there of that there of that guy uh, or gal. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah. And they, some of the DLC does include some wrestlers from New Japan for wrestling. Um, so some of the big names from Japan are, are in there and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, it is a timing-based game. Um, mm-hmm. Most of the WWE games that everyone have, that plays wrestling games have played are, are more about mashing buttons more quickly and seeing who can get stuff uh, more effectively, right, that way. Yeah. Um, Fire Pro is all about hitting the buttons at the precise time. Not, hmm. not necessarily first, but at the correct time. Yeah. Um, which is a, it's a very different mindset. It's a lot more technical. Um, it drives a lot of players crazy because they're like, no, I just want to mash buttons. And, you know, all the things I said I didn't like about new football games, like Fire yeah. has <laughs> some of that stuff right in it. Nice. Um, but I don't know, for, for as much as I have played wrestling games over, I mean, since 93, mm-hmm. when Royal Rumble came out on Super Nintendo, uh, and I was probably playing games before that, Um I don't know. Fire Pro, it, it just it feels a little more mature than a lot of yeah. other games, um, and not in like a adult entertainment sense, but just 
I don't know. It's it's cleaner. It's more precise. It's uh, I dig it. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, and then like I said, uh, phone games. You know, I'm still playing Words with Friends. I'm still playing Marvel Puzzle Quest. Yep. Um, and I've had more time to get through my missions, like the daily missions on that now. Like rather yep. than like, normally, I just play it when I'm riding the bus to and from work. Um, but now that I'm not riding the bus so much, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I've been doing that during some downtime. So there you go. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Sounds yeah. like a lot of games going on. That is a lot of gaming. That is a lot of gaming. Info about a lot of them. So. Yep. Yeah. Um. All right. So the other suggestions we got were uh, TV shows that we like binge watching. So Steph, why don't you kick us off with some of the shows you like? All right. So. I'm going to kind of start it off with some of the shows I, so I, I know I've kind of mentioned some of the shows I've been binge watching during this, right. uh, this lockdown, um, you know, kind of keeping up with my reality, like my reality TV shows, like the voice and mass singer and stuff like that. Um, I have been watching Lego masters, which is, uh, hosted by, um, Will Arnett who voices Lego Batman and the Lego Batman movie as well as the Lego movie. Okay. Um, and it is, a, it's a, I mean, it's reality TV, so there's, you know, drama and everything like that, but it's just amazing what these people built out of Legos. It is absolutely stunning to see what yeah. they built. Yeah, I uh, I haven't watched any of it yet, but I, I do want to check it out. Um, yeah. Um, the, f- the finals just dropped, like, yesterday, or, okay. like, two days ago, so, you know, they, they've announced and crowned the Lego Master of Season 1 already. Uh, okay. We haven't watched the episode, but it's it's really good. I, I recommend if you're a big Lego person and you just kind of like watch, and you like building Legos, it, it, it kind of gets your creative juices flowing. Yeah, uh, that's cool. Uh, you know, and I've mentioned, like, we've been watching MASH and stuff like that. Uh, mm-hmm. After our last episode, I actually did look on Hulu and I found Danny Phantom, so now I've been watching Danny Phantom again. Ah, excellent. <laughs> Which that is one of that that is one of the shows that I do find myself regularly kind of going back to to binge watch just because it's so good. Yeah, uh, kind of the same with Kim Possible and everything. I just haven't done that one yet. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, speaking of Kim Possible, yeah. uh, randomly, and I don't know how, but in some weird way, Christy Carlson Romano, who was the voice of Kim Possible, yes, um, I know. her YouTube channel popped up in my suggested feed, uh, and it was an episode where it was she and. Will Friedel, who plays uh, Ron, Ron Stoppable, and yeah. also like uh, Eric Matthews on Boy Meets World and Terry on Batman Beyond and et cetera, et cetera. Um, it was the two of them cooking in her kitchen, making the Nako from Kim <gasps> Oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And for anyone who didn't watch Kim Possible, the Nako is exactly what it sounds like, a, a combination of nachos and a taco. Yes. Uh, and so they had to figure out what this thing was and then they made it and uh and it's like a, a 10 minute video or something it's not anything super long yeah, uh, if you know how to make nachos and tacos and combine them together it's not that hard <laughs> right but it's also it's the voices of kim possible and ron stoppable doing it That's so fantastic. yeah and then uh just in some of the other ones it was uh her and danielle fischel who plays topanga on boy meets world oh, nice um, they made uh what was topanga's favorite fish meal on the show apparently oh, nice uh, and then there were some other ones, like there was a couple with her watching Power Rangers with some of the actors from Power Rangers. Oh, nice. And a reaction videos. So, uh, yeah. She's not the two. So that's what she's been up to since she uh, kind of disappeared from the TV and film scene. 
yeah, she got married and had kids too. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, you know, so good for Chrissy Carlson Romano. Yes. Um, but yeah, yeah. So and I, her YouTube channel is just her name. Um, okay, makes yeah. sense. So um, if you want to watch some of your your favorite actors from childhood uh, doing some weird stuff on YouTube, um, that's that is a place you can find some. I know Josh Peck from Drake and Josh does the same thing. Okay, excellent. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, no. Okay, now I want to go check that out. That's awesome. Cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So some other things that I, I regularly find myself going back and binge watching, especially when I'm like bored and I don't know what to watch. Um, I do kind of find it every like couple of years or so. I do find myself going back and I will watch like all, if not a portion of the anime Inuyasha. Okay. Just, just yep. I can. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of, I, I, I kind of have like the same thing with Fairy Tale, uh, though yeah. because the series is so long now, and they had and they did just finish it last October. I now find it more of like, okay, I, I'll go back and binge watch certain arcs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and certain moments, or the watch the movies and and enjoy those. Um, I haven't done all that just yet, but it's on my. I think it's on my to do list. Sure. Um, Obviously, going back and watching Star Wars, The Clone Wars, and all those uh, shows again, just because I love them so much, and they're just so good. And speaking of Clone Wars, uh, actually, before this episode, I was able to watch the new episode. Oh, my God. So, Andy, you remember how when we had the Clone Wars episode, we talked about the Clone Wars movie, and we said it was pretty much the technically like the first four episodes combined together to make a film? Yeah, yeah. Doing the same thing with the last four episodes. Oh, but they're actually separating them into four parts, and it's killing my soul. Oh no! <laughs> because it just—I'm not going to spoil anything, but what I will say is that the original Lucasfilm limited logo, the one that you see at the beginning of Episode Four, yeah, before they did all like the revamping and everything, like you yeah. could probably find like, photos of it online somewhere. Uh, they used that logo. Oh man! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And they also use the original Star Wars theme and not the Clone Wars theme. So yeah, they mean business in this episode, folks. Go watch. Um <laughs> if you haven't already. Uh but yeah, no, it just going back and binge watching that's always uh, a fun time for me. Um and uh another one that I I saw a post earlier today that said, you know, Every once in a while, I have to go back and watch Avatar The Last Airbender because sometimes, you know, my life isn't great and I need the advice of Uncle Iroh. (laughs) And I'm like, you know what? That's a great post. And I just go back and watch it because it's a great show. Yeah. Uh, I I saw a post on on one of my social media feeds today that was an image from something um, that was basically like, hey, parents, while your kids are are at home during this, uh, have them watch Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, because it actually teaches kids how to deal with a lot of different topics yep. uh, in a pretty healthy way. And I was like, yeah, you know, that's, that's pretty true. Um, also, Steven Universe is probably a really good show for a lot of kids to kind of teach them how to be a little bit more compassionate towards others. Yeah, um, no, I've seen a lot of Steven Universe stuff flipping through my feed, and I'm like, I haven't even watched this show yet. And I'm like, I, you know what? With this quarantine going on, if I finish up what I'm watching now, I will sit down and I will watch Steven Universe. Yeah. Uh, and all of it except for the last season is on Hulu right now. Um, that's, that's my and, life. <laughs> yeah, and the last season like literally just ended a couple weeks ago. That's so, um, 
Yeah, and I don't know. Like the last season, they they retitled it at Steven Universe Future. Um, they, they they like so there was five seasons and then a movie and then like a season. Yeah. And so I don't think the movie's available yet, and <laughs> Steven Universe Future isn't anywhere that I'm aware of. Um, and I don't know if they're gonna like pack it in as one as part of the regular show, or if they'll pack it as a separate series instead as a new title and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, either way, uh, the first five seasons of Steven Universe are fantastic. Um, and if I hadn't just watched most of it getting ready for the finale, uh, I would totally say, yeah, I, I'm going to watch Steven Universe. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're fine. Uh, um, that, that's totally valid. Uh, I was going to say one other thing. Um, oh, and this is something that, uh, my husband Connor actually started to binge watch. Um, and it, it is a good one to binge watch cause it's only like what, 14 episodes long, but he's been watching Firefly again. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, that actually reminds me of a couple of other shows I'm going to add to my list here that I, uh... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, no, I uh, honestly, what I would say for like anyone who's looking for something to watch, you know, take recommendations from your friends. If they've been like telling you to watch a show for a while, give it a chance. And if you, yeah. and if you're just like, I don't feel like it, but I want to watch something I enjoy, watch it again. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you seen it in a while. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> along those lines, uh, there are some shows that I do like watching. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, so I tend to just throw on Netflix or Hulu as I'm going to sleep at night. Um, it's just me in my room, right? So I'll just throw something on to have on some noise and, and turn my brain off while I go to sleep. Um, so, unfortunately, I just went through a bunch of shows. <laughs> oh. Uh, so I, I, like, I've tried going back and I'm like, I just watched this like a month and a half ago or, or like two months ago or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I'm not quite up to it, but some of the shows that I do like binging normally or, or doing it in, you know, kind of a, here's an episode or two to go to sleep. Um, 30 Rock with, oh, okay. And, and, and Alec Baldwin, um, yeah. you know, kind of the Tina Fey was a writer on SNL and then made a show about being a writer on SNL, but not quite right. Um, anyways, that show is pretty great, and it's like seven seasons, so there's plenty of show to watch there. Okay. Um, uh, How I Met Your Mother? Yeah. Um, which, uh, like, <laughs> I know a lot of people didn't really enjoy the last season of that show, but I think it holds up pretty well. Um, yeah. And I do appreciate that that show does very much, like, every episode they encapsulate when each episode takes place. So it ends up being timeless because it's very specifically set in a certain time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's a lot of fun. Um, like I mentioned a couple episodes ago, I've been, I, 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 <laughs> I watched three seasons of Sabrina, the teenage witch. Um, I'm on a little bit of uh, overload from talking cats and zany ants and uh mm-hmm. you know wacky magical high school adventures so i need to i need to take a break from that but that was a lot of fun and i didn't watch it much when it was on so yeah um, yeah so sabrina teenage um all of these shows i just mentioned by the way are, are actively streaming on hulu right now there you so, go um you can go check them out there um so a couple of shows that maybe people haven't heard of uh one is called don't trust the bee in apartment 23 Oh, yeah. That's, I remember that show. That's from, like, the mid to late 2000s, early 2010s. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Kristen Ritter, who played Jessica Jones in the Marvel Netflix series, uh, is 
one of the main characters. Um, it's about a, a good old Midwestern girl named June, who's a, a nice, sweet blonde girl, and she moves to New York and ends up being roommates with Kristen Ritter, um, mm-hmm. who is a crazy B-word that rhymes with witch. Mm-hmm. Um, and James Vanderbeek is in the show, playing okay. like, the worst version of James Vanderbeek. Mm-hmm. Like, he plays himself, but he plays, like, the movie star, TV star that's way too full of himself, even though he really hasn't earned it, version yeah. of James Vanderbeek. Um, so if you want to watch James Vanderbeek, uh, I've just said his name more times in the last minute than I have in my entire life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. If you want to watch him uh, totally poke fun at himself and Hollywood fame, um, I recommend that show. And it's only two seasons, and I th- so I think it's only like 26 episodes or so. Mm-hmm. Um, so not a ton of a ton of stuff to get through there. Um, but it's pretty fun. Uh, and another one is a British show. Uh, it's a BBC show called Coupling. Okay. Uh, it started in the year 2000. It's four seasons, but they're British seasons, so they're they're all very short. Okay. Uh, like I think the first season is only six episodes. Okay. Um, and it's the best way to describe coupling is it's like Friends, but if everyone was having sex with each other. <laughs> okay. It's it's three guys and three gals, and the first episode starts with the main character Steve, who's played by uh, Jack Davenport, who is the Commodore in um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh my God! What? <laughs> yeah. So it's that guy um, playing a regular, just regular old Joe. Uh, well, but now like, I'll never look at him the same. Then. <laughs> no, it's it. <laughs> I, so when quarantine started, I did actually go through and rewatch all of Coupling because it had been several years since I'd watched mm-hmm. it. And it was on Hulu. And I was like, yeah. oh, great. Let me watch this. Uh, and then a couple nights ago, uh, my roommates and I watched Pirates of the Caribbean. And I just started laughing when he came on the screen because I had forgotten that he was in that movie. <laughs> and they all looked at me and I, they were like, what? And I was like, I just watched Coupling. And they're like, oh, right. Commodore Steve. Um, anyways, so the first episode is Steve... Uh, breaks up with his girlfriend at the time and then ends up going on a date with this other girl who's dating another guy. And it's all confusing. It's all, yeah, it's all this weird kind of sex comedy stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, you don't ever see anything. There's just things mentioned and a lot of innuendo. Yeah. Um, Anyways, it's pretty funny. It's, it's, it is British dry humor. So you need to kind of be into the dry humor. Yeah. Um, But uh, it's a show that, I'm going to guess most of our listeners probably haven't watched or heard of or heard of. Um, like I said, it's, it's, it's four seasons and they're all very short. I mean, there's, there's maybe like 35 episodes total. Oh, wow. That is short. It may only be 30 actually too. Like it's, it's, it is not a lot of show. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. coupling, like yeah. one couple, two couple coupling. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, and then otherwise, uh, now that Disney Plus is a thing, Boy Meets World and Girl Meets World are both on there. Yep. Um, those are those are some of my favorite, you know, 90s sitcom shows. Uh, mm-hmm. Or Boy Meets World was 90s sitcom. Girl Meets World was obviously the, intense. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, and then uh, recently I've been going back through the Goldbergs. Uh, oh, which, okay. Which is still an active show, but all of the previous seasons are on Hulu. So I was like, you know, I haven't watched... Some of the older seasons, you know, in, in a few years. So let me go through those. Um, and then Family Matters, the show with Steve Urkel. 
that's a great show. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's interesting <laughs> watching that show again. The first season, uh, it's very much just and and it it's not the show it became, mm-hmm. right? Like the show is called Family Matters because yeah. it's a show that tells you how important family is, right? Because family matters. Yeah. But it's also a show that deals with things like supporting each other when you get bad grades or like supporting your your spouse when they lose their job or right. It's it's matters of the family. So it's a pretty clever name for what the show was in the first season. And then halfway through, Urkel goes on that blind date with Laura and is introduced to the series. And Steve Urkel was such a hit Yep. in that episode that like he doesn't show up for a couple episodes but like you can tell very quickly that like oh oh this is the thing that makes this show different and so they filmed some extra cold opens for the first season just to get Urkel on the show wow like you'll watch an episode he'll be in the cold open and then he won't be in the entire like regular part of the episode um hmm. So like they were clearly like, oh, this is this is the formula. Let's get him on the show. Like obviously we've already filmed this this show. It's already written, whatever. Um, but yeah, by the time like the second half of season one and definitely definitely in season two, like he joins the cast and he's part of the show. Yeah. Um, that being said, I like a lot of the the, the middle and later seasons. Um, once Myra Monkhouse joins the show, mm-hmm. uh, who is like Steve's other love interest, um, and and the. <laughs> One of the unfortunate things about that show is now that we know more about uh, how to treat members of the opposite gender, mm-hmm. uh, Urkel can come across kind of creepy and stalkery. Yeah, no, it's funny because um, th- we've been noticing the same thing when watching MASH. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, like, okay, so MASH is, you know, it's filmed in the 70s and 80s. It takes place, you know, during technically the Korean War. So right. we, we can forgive it for the fact that it's supposed to be taking place in a different time frame. Mm-hmm. But what's interesting is that, you know, okay, yeah, Hawkeye, Trapper John, um, not BJ, because BJ's loyal to his wife. But, you know, they're always, like, you know, flirting with the women and being kind of gross like that. Well, it's funny is that after BJ comes onto the show... And we just have Frank Burns. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it, it, it was weird watching it as Frank with my husband because we were watching it and it's just like, man, Frank's a jerk. You know, like we kept realizing all these things. And, <laughs> and it's like, I watched this show so many times. I watched so many episodes with my dad and I've laughed at it. And I've agreed and, you know, and called him ferret face and everything like that. Yeah. But it's like, it's weird going back and watching it like with my husband and he's pointing out, you know, like, man, he's such a jerk. He's such, you know, all these other words that I'm not going to say because we're a family show. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But it was just like, so they're watching. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, no. And he spirals more and more and more until, you know, he leaves the show, which I completely forgot that after he leaves the show, he becomes a lieutenant colonel and gets stationed stateside and everyone's pissed at him for that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh yeah. (laughs) So... But it, it's yeah. it's odd because it gets like the show gets better after he leaves. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, so, there's a lot less horrible, creepy, weird, creepy things that he does and and racism and everything like that. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, man, uh, I, I we watched uh, Short Circuit a couple weeks ago, um, and I think I mentioned this. But, I think you have. 
Yeah, I don't remember if I mentioned it on the air when we were talking off the air. Um, but either way, uh, Fisher Stevens' character mm-hmm. is very uncomfortable <laughs> in twenty in two thousand twenty. Yeah. Uh, opposed to when he was, you know, kind of just a silly stereotype back when the movie came out, in like nineteen eighty six or whatever. Yeah. Um, like it's it's uncomfortable to watch now, and mm-hmm. I kind of want to watch the second one to see if it's the same problem, but I'm also kind of afraid to do that because I don't necessarily want to subject my roommates to that. So we'll see. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you can still enjoy it even if it hasn't completely aged well. <laughs> true. Yeah. And I did, I mean, the rest of the movie is fine. Like the rest yeah. of the movie is a cute, you know, Oh, look, this weird military robot came to life and learned of life. Yeah. Um, a good story. Right. Unfortunately, there's just one very problematic character who's, yeah. you know, all throughout the movie. Um, Anyways, yeah, so another show that uh, actually has aged pretty well uh, is Daria, the the MTV animated show. Oh, yeah. Um, that show's really good. Yeah. Um, it's, it's one of my favorite shows that I found after it ended. Uh, like, I was aware of it, but, like, Daria was a character on Beavis and Butthead, and, like, Beavis and Butthead was funny when I was in, like, junior high, but didn't age super well. Um, no. no, it didn't. I, Beavis and Butthead is funny if you're a teenage boy. Yep. <laughs> like, yep. <laughs> And that's you know, there's it has moments that are that are still pretty good, but overall, like I don't need to go back and and I'm not going to buy the complete Beavis and Butthead collection on DVD ever. Yeah. Um, I do, however, own the entire Daria collection on DVD. There you uh, go. Which unfortunately has all the the licensed music taken out and replaced with a bunch of production music um, because of the the way that the MTV contracts were written back in the '90s. Um, they just it was either charged three hundred dollars for the box set to get the licensing. Or charge thirty bucks for the box set and change music. So, um, but hmm. Daria with the change music is on Hulu right now, and honestly, it doesn't make a huge difference. There's um, there's a couple points where the the licensed song um, made the scene funnier because of what the song was in the context of mm-hmm. the part of the episode. But overall, it's not a huge loss to the show. Like the show is still the show. Yeah, uh, and and the changing of the music is actually less distracting. So, yeah. There you go. So. Is, that's that's stuff that I like to binge. <laughs> well, yeah, no, and I and I was try to speak and it didn't work. Um, <laughs> speak function not found. Um, <laughs> no, no, I mean like a lot of those shows are like really really good shows, and I and I would love you know to go back and binge watch a lot of them, or at least check out some of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and I can, and I'm pretty sure there's even like a list of like me going back and rewatching all the shows from my childhood, like watching Hannah Montana and Wizards of Waverly Place and all that stuff again. Yeah, um, yeah, and all that stuff's on Disney Plus, and all I, of it's on Disney Plus. And I'm like, I wasn't interested in this when it came out the first time because I was in college. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was very much directed at me. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, like, and that's that's another thing. Like, yeah. that's fine, right? Yeah. Uh, one of the things, so so. Uh, new spins on things that you know have made have been quarantine positive, right? Yeah. Um, roommates and I are getting together and watching a movie every night at seven o'clock, right? Like we'll have yeah. dinner and then, like we'll all kind of do our own thing during the day because most of us are still, or we're all still working from home, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But I was like, hey, you know, after dinner, why don't we all get together and watch a movie? Just so like, a, it's it's some semblance of a schedule. B, like we have all these movies sitting on on the shelves on DVD anyway, so we might as well like watch them. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, and like, it's, it's, it's not something we did, but it's also like, Hey, 
I need to hang out with people. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I am uh, kind of the definition of an ambivert, right? I, I am very introverted at some points during the day, and I'm very extroverted at other points. And so yep. I need other people around. Uh, and it makes me really grateful that I'm locked down with three roommates and a dog um, instead of living on my own right now. Um, and so, yeah, so this is this has been kind of a, a way to make quarantining work, right? Like, well, we're all in the house anyways, but like that doesn't necessarily mean we're going to spend time together. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's kind of force ourselves to spend time together um, and like, you know, watch the movie and like, you know, if someone is like, like one of my roommates wasn't feeling uh, awake the mm-hmm. other night, like she just went up to bed early. Cool. Yeah. Not a problem. Right. Um, like this isn't like a, a mandatory, like, oh, you're ruining movie night for us. Blah, blah. Like, yeah. Whatever. Um, but yeah. And, and the fun part for me is like uh, one of my roommates is, is several years younger. Like she's actually closer to your age, Stephanie. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of her choices for movies to watch have been things from the 2000s that I didn't see. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, we watched Legally Blonde, right? <laughs> I've seen that movie. That movie did not seem like the kind of movie that I would be interested in watching. Turns mm-hmm. out it's pretty great. Yeah, no, it's a surprisingly good movie. <sighs> yeah. Um, on the other hand, we watched The Knight's Tale with Heath Ledger. That's uh, a great film. Yeah, see, I wasn't so into it. Oh. <laughs> it's, not, it's not bad. Yeah. But it's it was not what I was expecting and not really what I wanted it to be, I'll say. That's fair and completely valid. Um if if you go into it without really knowing that it's very much a satire on old medieval movies and knights and shining armor, you're gonna ha- it's you're definitely open for a, a big surprise when you discover you know it, it, that it is very funny it is very humorous um and there's I'll a lot you, of like the, references the movie itself was fine um but the the soundtrack for it is kind of what threw me off right yeah, yeah i the, get that the movie starts with a bunch of, like it's at a, there's a joust right a jousting event yep and the entire audience is singing we will rock you by queen yep and i was like wait what <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't just like the song was playing. It was like the audience was singing along and like doing the pound pound clap along with it. Yep. And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Right. And like there, it's all like seventies rock songs, right? There's a, there's a point where uh, they end up getting back to their hometown and Thin Lizzy's the boys are back in town starts playing. And I was like, wait, what? Of, of all, and like they're all good songs. It, like the soundtrack is probably worth picking up just to have, just to own all those songs if you don't. Yeah. Um, but not what I was expecting in that movie, and it really threw me off. I might need to watch it again on my own just to like, okay, now that I know what I'm in for, like, can I, you know, will I actually enjoy this movie? Yeah, we we get all the jokes that Alan Tudyk's making and all the yeah. other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Um. But you forget Alan Tudyk's in it until you watch it, and you're like, oh, look, there's Alan Tudyk. <laughs> yeah. Alan Tudyk's in it. Uh, Paul Bettany, who people will remember as the Vision from the Avengers movies. Like, he's yeah. in that movie. Um, Heath Ledger, right? Uh, may he rest in peace. Uh, like, it's it's got a pretty good cast. Got a great uh, cast. Yeah. Yeah, so. anyways, I haven't seen that movie before. Um, glad I saw it. Don't know that I'm actually going to watch it again. I might, just to, you know, but like, eh, okay, cool, I saw it. Yeah. Um, 
anyways, yeah, so that's it's it's still getting together with my friends to watch movies. Now, obviously I have roommates. A lot of our listeners are are probably on their own or or like you, it's just them and their spouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe that doesn't work for everyone, but I don't know. For us it it it's worked pretty well. Um, you know, we just roll dice to figure out the order of who, what, who would pick movies when. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, yeah, if you have some roommates and, and you guys all don't mind hanging out for a couple hours every night, that could be a good way to, to, to see some, if everyone takes turns picking movies, uh, it's going to be a way that you can, you can probably see some movies you haven't seen before. Yeah. Uh, and for maybe sure. find some favorites or yeah. some things to avoid. <laughs> you know, that's definitely something that, um, that I think sounds like a lot of fun and it would be definitely something fun for us to enjoy. Our, our issue is that we're just, we're just so picky with movies, but I think if we have it be like, no, you choose a movie one night, then I'll choose a movie another night. Yeah, exactly. It would, it would, it would make it at least move a little bit smoother. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what else have you been doing to kind of add a neat twist on this whole quarantine thing? Or do you have anything else? <laughs> so, uh, just, just one other thing. Um, so WrestleMania was uh, a couple weekends ago. It was actually right after our last episode. Um, and, um, or maybe the week before. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've lost track of when everything is. Uh, <laughs> um, so usually a bunch of friends and I get together to watch the wrestling pay-per-views. Like we'll have, you know, five or six people over. Um, mm-hmm. If it's one that costs money, everyone ships in a few bucks. If it's not, everyone brings some snacks. Um, but because we're all locked down, um, mm-hmm. and one of my friends actually was traveling when everything got locked down like he was in hawaii um and like he was like well i'm here and everything's getting shut down so fortunately his flight was able to get him back to to phoenix in one one piece and he's fine um but he had only gotten back like a week before so like it's like okay well traveling like he locked himself down like called work i was like hey i'm working from home here's the situation and they were like yeah no totally please do Mm -hmm. Uh, and now they're all working from home anyways um, so like, not that I, you know, just to be safe, we, we all decided to, to get together over zoom and mm-hmm. watch that way. Um, so there was a handful of us, um, you know, and, and this, this actually could be good for people who, uh, you know, don't have roommates, right. You can all get together, pick a movie. Um, one of you streams it, right. And so everyone's watching together. Uh, and so that way, like, you know, it's still a way to socialize and, and you know, do kind of the, the group thing that you'd be doing otherwise. Um, I think you can actually do that with Netflix. I think you can actually, like, have all of right. your friends stream into, like, a, the same movie on Netflix. That's right. Uh, Netflix, I believe it's only on Chrome has that option right now. Okay. Um, but, yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, Netflix does have the Netflix party thing. I forgot about that. Um, yeah, so that's that's another way you and some friends can get together. The thing about Zoom that was nice is we all had our cameras on, too, so we could all see each other. Yeah. Um, and see the reactions. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, whatever. Like, however however you want to do it, right? It's a, it's, a, it's a good way to, you know, to socialize, right? So if you're like me and you do need to have other people around to talk to and stuff, um, it's it's a way to do that without having to put anyone in danger. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. 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 So how about you? Anything else uh, you've been doing to to put a spin on stuff to make it more quarantine friendly? Uh, yeah. Um, there, there's definitely been a couple of uh, of things that we've been doing. Um. Uh, we one thing that we've been doing uh, is I, I've been doing a lot more writing 
and a lot more I've gotten like a lot more inspiration for writing because now I have time just to write a lot of chapters. Oh, sure, yeah. And one thing that we've been doing is that normally normally I don't I never really asked anyone, you know, like hey, I'm writing a scene and this is happening. What would you do in this moment? Like, normally I don't ask that to people because I usually have the idea in my head and it's just, I think I'd rather sit on it for three weeks and try and figure it out <laughs> sure. writer's block than ask someone uh, their opinion. And it's not, because I, it's, not, it's not because I don't value their opinion. It's just I, I have the slight worry and fear that I will get, you know, criticized and, like, looked at weird, but that it's like, you're, you yeah. write fan fiction? What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, but he, he knows I write and he's, and it's a great outlet for me to be creative. And I, you know, I've been asking him some ideas and things and we've been having these in-depth discussions that actually have helped improve, you know, a couple of the chapters I've been writing recently. Oh, cool. Um, another thing, uh, that we've been, it wasn't an intentional thing at first, but, um, so back when the school year was still going on, I was kind of collecting, uh, and this is going to sound strange, but I've been kind of collecting the toilet paper rolls and the, pe- and the paper towel roll, like the the tubes. Okay. Because I thought, okay, maybe I can use these to help with our set for uh, As You Like It in some way, shape, or form to kind of recycle, but also not have to continually go out and buy more supplies. Sure. Um, <laughs> and now I just have a whole bunch of them. And now we've gotten more because of our big package of toilet paper that we have. Yeah. Um, and I've now gotten this idea of churning of actually building a miniaturized version of the set out of toilet paper rolls oh interesting okay yeah yeah just because i've learned and this is something that we discovered a couple we last weekend actually um connor's parents invited us over for an easter brunch and the way we did it is that we all came over we all washed our hands we all kind of separated from each other and we kind of sat at like separate tables that had distance but still got to see each other and have Easter brunch together. Okay. Uh, okay. It, it, it was a, it was a thing that we figured out to do with his folks. Um, yeah. Here, here's the thing. I'm not going to judge uh, whatever yeah. everyone is comfortable with doing. I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I, I get it. Um, especially family stuff with holidays and everything. Yeah. Um, but also, and I, I am very glad that you guys were as careful as you could be. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, we, we've been, we've been very careful whenever we've, we've left the house for any reason. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but no, we did we did that as a kind of like a weird spin on having an Easter brunch. But while we were there, we discovered that apparently they were having some technical difficulty things with their TV, and so Connor and his brother sat and worked on that. And I realized as they were spewing all this techno mumbo jumbo that I have learned a lot, like a, an insane amount with my job, mm-hmm. more so than I think I ever learned um, at any other job. Uh, and I literally like spewed like three or four ideas at them and they ended up implementing them because it made sense. And I'm like, oh God, I need to do something creative, like constructive wise. I need to build something. I need to do something technical. Help! <laughs> so that's where the idea for building the, the miniature set out of toilet paper rolls came from. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. And, and then another thing is that when we have been going out to like groceries or something, um, something that I thought of was that if you use, uh, rubber gloves like the type that you use when you clean your house when mm-hmm. you're doing your dishes mm-hmm. because those naturally are made so that way you can handle soap and water with them and grime right. and dirt yep i literally you know i went out and did some shopping with them on came back home and i washed my hands just with them on and then i yeah. took them off and let them air dry yeah yeah that makes sense 
then I don't have to go keep buying another pair of glo- more gloves or have to, you know, buy a whole box and go through them in a week. It's like, no, I have reusable gloves. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. So for anyone out there who's looking for gloves, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I actually I have a pair of those uh, from a Halloween costume a few years ago. Uh, I should probably dig those out. I'm pretty sure I still have them. So I'll still dig those out when I go shopping this weekend. There you go. Yeah. The other thing I've been doing because I've, I'm I <laughs> living with other people, right? I want to make sure everyone's as safe as possible. Yes. Um, I'm I'm going out and then doing the shopping, and then when I come back, I just go right in the shower. Yep. Same. Watch watch everything down. Um, just you know, like listen, it's probably fine, but I'm not going to be the reason that my roommates get sick. Yeah. That's yeah, the way no. I look. So. I've been doing kind of the same thing. Um and everything like that. Uh, and especially cause, so I decided to take on a kind of like another job during this time, because I mean, I am just a tech theater teacher and I do just teach the one thing. Um, yeah. but what I've been doing is I've actually been, um, and it's something I think a lot of people kind of need right now, but I've actually been doing a thing called Instacart, which okay. is a thing where people, it's kind of like, you know, Postmates or something like that, but it's like people put in their, their grocery requests. Uh-huh. They pay for it online, and they just need someone to deliver it to them. And I think right now, with everything that's going on, you know, some people are afraid to go out and get their essentials, or can't afford to, or or sure. elderly, or something, whatever. So, yeah. kind of a thing for me to earn some extra cash in this time, but also, you know, to kind of help those who aren't able to get help. And I've, you know, been like, I've been wiping down my car, you know, after every stop and things like that, and washing my hands and using a lot of hand sanitizer. Yeah. Yeah. But then, well, that's you cool. know, come home, you know, throw things in the washer, jump into the shower. My husband wipes down everything with wipes and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. things like that. Perfect. Yeah. I know um, the comic store I, I normally shop at, uh, Ash Avenue Comics in Tempe, Arizona. Um, <laughs> they're, uh, uh, the owner is doing home delivery right now for mm-hmm. if, you, uh, if you need stuff. Um, so, yeah, just kind of a, like... You know, same deal. Like he, he, we ordered some stuff. Me and my roommates ordered some stuff, and he just dropped it off at our back door. You know, and just texted me and was like, "Hey, drop your stuff off." You know, and I, I came out and caught him and just said, "You know, hey, thanks and goodbye." But like, we were, he was already, you know, twenty feet away. Yeah. Um, we we maintained distance and everything, and mm-hmm. um, you know, I we wiped everything down and stuff just just in case. But yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I, you know, for for small businesses, like I think you know the home delivery and stuff is is. Uh, him doing that extra step above and beyond was was really good. Um, we're getting the time that we're we're getting notica- notification that we're out of time. So, yep. uh, Stephanie, thank you for joining us joining me today. Of course, Sandy. It was it was great to talk to you and hear from you. This is one of the things I've been looking forward to the most during the quarantine because I get to talk with other people. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, next week we'll have something less quarantiney. We'll, we'll let's we'll, I don't know what, but we're going to talk about something more fun. We're going to talk about something else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so hit us up on social media, guys. Atomic Monsoon on Inst- uh, on Oh, boy. Atomic Monsoon on Twitter and Facebook. Atomic underscore Monsoon on Instagram. Uh, hit our Redbubble shop, AtomicMonsoon at gmail.com if you have questions or anything. Um, yeah. Check out our friends that we, that we listed earlier on in the show. Yeah, yeah. Please check out the Sisters That Don't Do Anything. And uh, the Madness. <laughs> yes, yeah. And uh, our friends at Def M Records. All yep. right, guys. Have a great week. Take care. Bye-bye.